and welcome back to the ninth episode of the Pokemon Go Show. My name is Kate, and I will be your host for today. Our other host, Shelby, is doing school stuff right now, so she will not be able to join us for this episode, but she said to tell everyone hello and that she will definitely be on the next one. This week has been absolutely crazy for news. This week, Niantic released the statement that PvP will soon be coming very shortly to Pokemon Go, and we have seen mad hype. This is the most hype that the game has had since trading in the friend system. This is a major component of the game that so many people have been looking forward to for an extremely long time. This is really, really exciting news. So this episode is going to be very, very PvP heavy. We're going to be talking about the news, what we can expect, and mainly PvP. We're going to throw in some other news as well. I also wanted to update everyone on my Let's Go playthrough. I have gotten some more shinies in the game, and um, I will tell you guys where I'm at and how I'm liking it so far. And that'll pretty much cover our episode. So let's get started. So this is one of the craziest times of the year for so many people. It's the holiday season. It is finals time for us students. And it just, this season always flies by so fast. Also, I saw on Twitter as a college student, it is no money December. That is very, very accurate. So I have not really played as much as I would normally or as much as I would like to recently because um, I had group projects, finals are coming up next week, trying to find Christmas gifts for everyone. I will be going back home shortly uh, once finals are over, so there's a lot happening. And Pokemon Go is no different. In this crazy time, Niantic decided to give us an early Christmas present with PvP. Earlier this week, Niantic announced that PvP will be coming to Pokemon Go. So Niantic sent out an in-game announcement as well as over social media that says, Coming soon, show your skills with Pokemon Go trainer battles. From encountering and catching your first Pokemon to assembling a powerful team to take on a legendary Pokemon in raid battles, you have certainly built incredible skills as a trainer in Pokemon Go. Are you ready for the next big challenge? Show off your skills against other against others in trainer battles coming soon to Pokemon Go. And we will get into the features a little bit later, but that was the first initial information that we had about PvP. That was the first written announcement that we had. A few days before that, Niantic tweeted out an image that I think most most of you saw that said, get prepared, dot dot dot, trainer battles are coming soon to Pokemon Go with an image of a trainer holding up a Pokeball, and it looks like a little, it reminds me of a baseball diamond, but it's to insinuate a battlefield for two trainers. The very, very initial announcement was kind of met with some backlash, I would say. I heard a lot that people people thought it was very, very underwhelming for how big of an update that this is. For example, when raids happened, we got that uh, we got that video of 
people racing in New York City to get the Mewtwo. When Gen 4 dropped, we had three individual videos for the starters. And then when this happened, we got a little GIF and then a image. And that was pretty much it. So a lot of people were kind of frustrated that that's all that this got. It seemed kind of anti-hype. And I would agree. I thought that they could have done something a little bit more showy because this is one of the major components of the game or that's what it's intended to be so I thought that I thought that it could have been more but um that was the first I mean it, it's the first impression that we got from pvp and it was very very underwhelming so I think a lot of people including myself were very concerned that with the first impression being very underwhelming they they were afraid and I was also afraid that PvP is going to be very underwhelming and not what we want it to be and like really I guess just basic like the current battle system and rating where you just tap 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 and like that's it so I think a lot of us were really just a little bit concerned with that being the first impression on our Twitter I did a Twitter poll that said are you optimistic that PvP will be more than just who can out tap their opponent and we had 59% say yes it will be better than just tapping out tapping their opponent 27% said kind of, and 14% were not optimistic about this. So I can't speak for everyone that everyone was concerned about what PvP was going to be. I personally voted kind of. I was just kind of skeptical based on the first image, but it's not everyone out there. I'd be interested to see um you guys' opinion. If you want to tweet us, you can say, I voted this because this is why. You don't have to, but if you have really strong opinions, share those with us. We would really, really like to hear it. So the next little bit of information that we got from Niantic regarding PvP was the announcement of Pokemon Go Battle Leagues. Then there are three leagues, the Great League, Ultra League, and Master League, and they're each represented by a pennant of sorts, which this graphic I, I found a lot more well done, I guess. It felt a little bit more of a big deal to me than the first announcement. So basically these battle leagues, they limit the combat power or CP of Pokemon that you can use during battles. And before you would engage in a trainer battle, you would select the league that you wanted to battle in. So the three bat the three leagues, the Great League, you have a 1500 CP limit per Pokemon. The Ultra League is a 2500 CP limit per Pokemon. In the Master League, there is no limit. So... For the Master League, you can have a Pokemon that is 1 CP up to the absolute 100% highest CP that exists in the game. And for the Great League, you can have a Pokemon that has a 1 IV to up to 1500. But if you had a Pokemon that was, say, 1501, that would be placed in the Ultra League. So I think this is good because it differs the type of Pokemon that you can use for a Pokemon that is less than 1500 CP. That might be something that you would have never used to battle with before. And so I think that it really is good for versatility and not just using the same Pokemon over and over like you might do with the current battle system. Like when I go in and battle a gym, I bring a Tyranitar like 90% of the time. So I think this is going to make having more Pokemon more useful, which I really, really like. This makes the moves a lot more influential. So they're Pokemon that can learn a lot of different types of moves. Say you have a Pokemon that is a water type, but it can also learn a ground type move, just for example. So it would make it more more 
two or three dimensional. It's not like, oh, just water. And it could kind of trick your opponent. For example, Zangoose, it has pretty low attack stats, but you could put it in a lower league and it has a wider move pool, so it would be more useful despite it not being the best attack. Then this also makes defense and stamina have a lot more of a importance because as we'll get into you win these trainer battles by outlasting your opponents you want to defeat the other you want to defeat their pokemon first so it's also important to have pokemon that won't just get one-shotted or something another thing that's really really cool is that the great league is if you're brand new to the game you can still participate like you can join the the great league which is has the lowest CP cap. So this engages all ranges of players from casuals to, you know, people who are level 40 times 5 or 6. Everyone can kind of find their place where they want it, where they want to do it and kind of find someone along their level to battle. So it doesn't isolate players. Another good point made by Pokémon Go Hub, they said that with having these different battle leagues, this also puts a huge, even more than it already is, stress on Stardust. So you can have Pokemon you just catch that can fit into, say, the Ultra League, but you could spend a ton of Stardust and bump it up and use it in a Master League. So this makes Stardust an even more vital and needed currency in the game. And then with the next wave of information that we got about PvP, Pokemon Go Hub made an infographic that I will be kind of going through and it lays it out very nicely. So if you're interested, go check out Pokemon Go Hub. I will retweet this infographic if you're also interested and you don't follow Pokemon Go Hub. This infographic breaks it down into five steps. So first, you can engage in a trainer battle with one of the three team leaders, either Blanche for Team Mystic, Candela for Valor, and spark for instinct and with this you are able to increase your ace trainer badge which we haven't seen any life in this ace trainer badge since before they reworked the gem so if you're like me and you didn't train quite that much and you your ace trainer badge is extremely low and you're like well there's no point i'm never going to get this no worries now you can earn and work up your ace trainer badge and this is also really cool because it's a single player mode. So if you just don't really want to battle others, then you don't have to. This is a perfect starting point. You can battle your team leader and increase your ace trainer badge. But if you're like, I would love to battle another person, maybe make it a little bit harder for myself, you can battle someone nearby or remotely. So for nearby, you can invite a nearby player to, a, to battle you using the new battle QR code. Or you can battle a friend from anywhere if you are ultra or best friends with them. So this is an awesome feature, a feature that I wish that they would implement in trading. To be able to trade people from a long distance away, if you see your family like once or twice a year, this way you could trade with them a lot more frequently. So this is a really, really cool feature. I really, really like it. And then the next step, you will choose your battle league, which is... What we mentioned earlier, the Great League with this CP cap of 1500, the Ultra League with the CP cap of 2500, or the Master League with no limit of CP. Next, you're going to pick your battle Pokemon, and you do this before you battle. And we also learned that you can pick three Pokemon 
for your battle. So you can pick your three three Pokemon based on type and and then based on stamina, attack, defense. So you'll need to give some consideration before you battle into what Pokemon you will pick. And if you don't really want to stress right before you battle, you can also set up multiple parties per the battle league using the plus symbol in the party menu, I believe. Also in battling, another major new feature is that you can add a second charge move to a Pokemon. However, this will cost Stardust and Candy. We're not sure yet how much. All right, step four brings your battle itself. So you will have, just like in the current gym system, you will have your fast move that you tap and you will, you're trying to fill up your charge move just like currently, which does more damage. And then once uh, you use your fast move enough to fill up your charge move bar, you will be able to supercharge or use your charge move to put out more DPS. You can have the one charge move that comes normal with what we're used to. And then if you spend Stardust and Candy, you can also have a second charge move to back you up. And then thirdly, in battle, you can use a Protect Shield, which is a new component as well. That says, attack incoming, use a Protect Shield. While your opponent is supercharging, you will be offered to use a Protect Shield. So this will just kind of block the damage that they were about to do. But as of now, you will only get two Protect Shields per battle. So you'll have to use them wisely. Um, as they are not unlimited, otherwise the battle would just be a stalemate forever. So you get two protects per battle. And then after the battle comes the results. The first person to defeat all three of the other opponent's Pokemon wins. And then after, after you find out who wins or loses, you will be able to either add your opponent as a friend or rematch them. And then both players receive rewards after a battle. And this is most likely how you will get more Sinnoh Stones. We'll talk about Sinnoh Stones a little bit later in the show, but basically this is going to be the new way for now to get Sinnoh Stones is in engaging in a trainer battle. So win or lose, you get rewarded for doing it, which is pretty cool. It's good incentive to, to do so. And then finally, we have a little bit more of additional information your second charge move on a Pokemon will be available to you in gym battles and raids, and you can also TM your second move. So it looks like that now Pokemon, now your Pokemon, instead of having only one charge move, you can spend Stardust and Candy to unlock another one, which you can use in PvP, gym battles, and raids. So it seems very useful, but we're not sure how much Stardust or Candy that will cost. That might determine how many charge moves you unlock for your Pokemon. Like if you have 10 Pokemon with another charge move or 100, for me, the Stardust is probably the biggest factor. And something that I'm very, very thrilled with is that you will not need to revive or heal your Pokemon after trainer battles. So there are pretty much no consequences in engaging in a trainer battle. You can just do it and get rewards. But you may not be able to do unlimited and just keep raking in those rewards. You may only get rewards for doing, say, three or five a day. So we'll have to see with that. But you do not have to worry about those revives and potions, which is pretty nice. Um, I usually trash a ton of those because they take up my bag space and they're just really, really low priority for me. So this guy named so this guy so this guy named Andrew Goldfarb had the chance to go to Niantic's office and have a hands-on session with the PVP demo 
and he released a few videos of engaging in PvP battles and testing it out in these video clips. Pokemon that are not released in the game, such as Garchomp, Smeargle, Heatran, and Regigigas were used in the PvP demo. Garchomp is a Gen 4 elusive ground dragon Pokemon. Smeargle is one that we have waited on for an extremely long time. It is Gen 2, I believe. Heatran is Gen 4, and Regigigas is also another Gen 4. So it's really cool to hear and to see that these are in Niantic's settings, like in their in their assets, and they can pretty much just release them whenever they're ready, but they're already in there, they're functioning, so it's pretty much just a matter of when they will be released, but this was a really, really, really cool leak to look forward to, especially with Smeargle. Everyone has been awaiting it for so, so long. So maybe as soon as this comes out, they will release um, one or two of these Pokemon that they demonstrated PvP with. That would be really, really cool. So we'll be on the lookout for that. This past weekend, November 30th through December 2nd, was the December Community Day. This was the first Community Day of its kind because all the Pokemon that have been Community Day featured we're back for a grand community day. So Bulbasaur, Charmander, Squirtle, Pikachu, Eevee, Dratini, Chikorita, Cyndaquil, Mareep, Larvitar, and Beldum spawned again in the wild in increased numbers and also had about 1 in 80 chances to be shiny. And also during this time span, if you evolved any of these, you could get their exclusive move. So this event kind of just came and went on us. It was in between when we recorded podcasts. I really liked that they released all these Pokemon again with greater odds so that if you weren't able to participate in one or more of the community days, you had another shot. Like I didn't really participate in Chikorita Community Day, so I kind of hunted Chikorita more during this time to try to get another shiny Unfortunately, I didn't get a Chikorita shiny. I got two Mareep shinies, which I was honestly frustrated with because the Mareep was one of the Pokemon that I got more than I needed of the shiny. So I was kind of frustrated. I really wanted to get Chikorita or Dratini, but yeah, that's just what happened. So maybe this will be a future trend in December. We'll just get all of the ones for the year to be able to have another shot, which would put less pressure on each of the other community days, which... I really enjoyed. They, there was still the three-hour window, just like normal community days, where there was um, extra incentives. So if, if you wanted to get out and grind during a three-hour window, you could still do so. So that was pretty cool. So with the month of December, field research tasks on your seven-day streak, you can encounter Articuno, Zapdos, Moltres, Raikou, Entei, or Suicune. And it is completely random which one of those you encounter. And Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres can be shiny. And I believe those are still the one in about 20 odds, just like in the Raid Train days. So another kind of smorgasbord. If you missed out on any one of these, you can have another shot at them. So personally, I am hoping for Articuno or Raikou. And then obviously any of the bir- the legendary birds as a shiny. I would I don't have any of those shiny. So I would, oh my gosh, I would lose my mind. But I never have good luck with the field research encounters. I always get really bad IVs, 
So I'm not too optimistic. So then if I do get something that I want, then it's just an added bonus. Another new field research is another new spendiform number. This one's number six that you can obtain from through a great curveball. So that's another something to be looking out for this month. Go ahead and get that so you don't have to worry about that as December moves on very, very quickly. And then they also released another new shiny, shiny mischievous, which is a nice green looking shiny. This one is really, really cool looking. And I think we missed it, but Alolan Raichu, um, which you can get in raids, can also be shiny. So stepping up that shiny game. I like when they release new shinies, but it also really overwhelms me because I have not that many, to be honest. Most of the shinies that I have, I got from Community Days, besides really just a handful. So it's cool, but it's also kind of overwhelming. But I do like it because it makes the game not as stale, I guess. We are going to take a quick break as we are about halfway in our show. So we'll be right back. back to the second half of our show. Something that I failed to mention in the first half was that in your seven-day field research breakthrough, you are no longer guaranteed Sinnoh stones. With the introduction of PvP coming very, very soon, it looks like the only way as of now to obtain Sinnoh stones is by engaging in trainer battles, so just be mindful of that if you are in your field research, if you're holding out, or, or if you just don't know now you know that you cannot get Sinnoh Stones from Field Research Breakthrough. So I was hatching a lot of 10k eggs that I had stored up, and I hatched Mareep, Trapinch, and Phoebus, and one Chime Echo, and that was extremely, extremely frustrating. And it got me thinking about when they're going to update the egg pool and take some of those out of the 10k category, and... They have updated the egg pool. Please, please, Niantic, take Mareep and Trapinch and Feebas and Slackoth out of 10-kilometer eggs. I don't want to see any more of those. I have not. I have yet to hatch a Shinx or a Riolu, and at this rate, I don't think that I am at all. So in case you need a refresher of what hatches out of which eggs, I will go through just the highlights of each category. In the 2-kilometer, the shinies that you can get are Shelter, Puchiana, Aeron, Whalmer, Swablu, and Love Disc. And then you can hatch um, the two babies, Cleffa and Igglybuff, still out of 2k. And then the Gen 4 Pokemon that you can get from 2km are Starly and Cricketot, which I hatched two Starly today. I mean, I'm okay with, I guess. And then in the 5km, the shinies that you can get are Eevee, Omanyte, Kabuto, Pineco, Elekid, Makuhita, Wingle, Snow Runt, and Badoo. The Gen 4s that you can get out of 5 kilometers, you can get the Starters, Turtwig, Chimchar, Piplup, and then the Baby Badoo. And then in the 7 kilometer eggs, you have the Alolan Pokemon, Sandshrew, Vulpix, Diglett, Meowth, Geodude, Grimer, thankfully no Alolan Rotata. And then you can also get the babies that can be Shiny, Pichu, Togepi, Magby, and Why Not. And then that leaves the 10k which I'll just go through all the ones that are available. Chansey, Porygon. Ooh, Porygon needs to be moved. I thought that was in 7k. Porygon needs to go, though. 
Snorlax, Dratini, which can be shiny, Mareep, a shiny, Larvitar can be shiny, Slackoth, Trapinch, Phoebus, those can go, in my opinion, Chimeco, Bagon, Beldum, which can be shiny, Riolu, and Shinx, which can be shiny. So, in case you're needing to know which eggs to prioritize, there you go. I am hatching any 10k that I get, I am hatching about one 7 kilometer egg at a time, and then in my infinity, I'm running the 2Ks to try to circulate them fast because I would like to pick up 10Ks and be disappointed by what comes out. Another thing that you guys may or may not know is that the stats updated a little while ago. And I just wanted to highlight the top five Pokemon that got their stats buffed. And those are Rayquaza, which can now have the highest CP of 38, 35. I love Rayquaza, so that's really neat. That's good news for me. Salamence, Salamence CP can now be 37.49. Blaziken can now be 28.48. Dragonite can now be 37.92. And Mewtwo also got buffed to 41.78. I believe that Mewtwo should have been over 4,000, so I'm really glad that they bumped that one up. And then some more notable mentions that got their stats increased. Uh, we have Gengar, Machamp, Charizard, all the legendary birds, Tyranitar, Flygon, Registeel, and Mew and Celebi. That pretty much wraps up all of our news. Now we're going to move into one of our newer segments called Headline of the Week, where we just talk about one of the more outrageous headlines that we have seen this week. This headline is going to warm your heart, as it did mine when I saw it. This headline came out November 21st, so a couple weeks ago, and it says, Rhinestone vest-wearing pigeon reunited with family. I will also uh, tweet this out. This article says, There is a well-dressed but dazzled pigeon who has gone through a makeover. Olive, a pet pigeon, has now become famous for strutting around in a handmade rhinestone-studded vest. Took advantage of an outing with her adoptive mother, but sadly... For the first time in its life, it flew away from home. After riding around in the car, Olive and her owner, <laughs> Olive really enjoys riding shotgun, the gray pigeon circled around the house a few times, then took off. The family was devastated. There were tears, hand-wringing, in a search party. They even wrote a poem on Olive's behalf. My throat closed, heart dropped. I confess, dark the sense of loss I possess. Four days later, Olive landed and was spotted in Glendale, Arizona, about 10 miles from home, and was spotted and immediately recognized as the bedazzled vest-wearing pigeon. And after Olive was found, pictures of the bird and her flamboyant vest pinged their way across Arizona and the globe. Eventually, a friend of the owner saw the bird online, and a few days later, the mom and the pigeon were reunited. So, in case you just needed a really good story, there you go. All of the bedazzled vest-wearing pigeon found her way back to her owner. That's pr pretty hilarious. So, I don't know if you guys are as obsessed with Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee as I am, but I am completely, completely in love with this game. I have the Pikachu version, and while I haven't had a ton of time to play it, I try to get all my work done. So I can play it at night when I come home from school and working. And yeah, I just, I love this game so much. This is my first main series Pokemon game. I did a special on it talking a little bit about 
the game and everything. So if you're interested and you haven't listened already, go um, please go check out that episode. It's a good time. I love the graphics. I think they're really amazing. I really like the storyline. It's not an original storyline. It's from the remake of Pokemon Yellow, but um, this is really my first encounter with it, and I absolutely love it. I am... I've battled seven of the eight gym leaders, and not the Elite Four yet, obviously. I'm working to fill up my Pokedex right now. I think I have over 100 out of the 151. I transferred a couple Pokemon into Let's Go and was able to get Meltan spawn for 30 minutes, which I really, really like that. I think that's a really, really cool crossover. I have Shiny Hunted also. I've come away with a shiny Chansey off a of Growlithe hunt, which was really unexpected and super fun. Let's see, I also got shiny Geodude after hunting shiny Geodude for only about 30 or 40 minutes, so that was really lucky. I hunted shiny Krabby, but eventually gave up after like eight hours um, spread out through the week. Decided to do something different and come back to it because I was getting a little burnt out. Um, and then now I'm currently leveling up some Pokemon to uh, in preparation for the last gym leader and the Elite Four, and I'm shiny hunting Magnemite, but there's several Pokemon that spawn in the area, so I will honestly take anything that comes my way. Um, let me know if you guys are enjoying this game. I do have to say, though, even it is somewhat related to Pokemon Go, but even if it wasn't, I would still, be pl I would still play this game. I only haven't played the other games because... I didn't have a 3DS, and I feel like I just kind of missed the Pokemon when I was younger. And Pokemon Go has really gotten me into just all things Pokemon. So I would I would really suggest getting it if you can. Or um, if you know someone that has it, give it a play just to experience it. It's really, really fun. I'm loving it so far. I'm asking for the Eevee version for Christmas and the Pokeball that comes with it. So I totally love this game. And I've been enjoying watching other people stream it. If you want to know if you're looking for someone to watch on Twitch, check out It's Super Effective. I've really, really learned a lot about the game and it's just a fun time. It's a very welcoming stream. SBJ or Steve is a really, really great Twitch host and just a great streamer. He knows so much about Pokemon. I've learned a ton and it's just, it's really, really engaging and entertaining. So if you're looking for something, um, Go check out It's Super Effective on Twitch. That pretty much wraps up our show. I wanted to mention that for the month of December, we have a Patreon. And we haven't really plugged it because, I don't know, it just feels kind of, I don't want to ask for money. If you do feel so inclined to donate for the month of December, if you donate a dollar for towards the podcast to cover streaming fees, uploading fees, then I will send you a Pokemon card for my collection. I promise that it will be a GX card or better. Just to say thank you for supporting the show. And during the holiday season, it's like you get something in return. So if you're interested, I will be linking the Patreon in our Twitter. I will pin it to our Twitter page, which is at PokemonGoShow1. You can check that out there. If you want to give back to the show in another way, you could check us out on iTunes or Google Play or SoundCloud and rate us. Let us know how you're liking the show. This helps get our name out there. Just have more people encounter our show. So 
that would be really, really appreciated. We really love doing the show. We're looking to post a little bit more regularly. I know that's something that that's our major goal for the rest of this year and for 2019. I can't believe it's already 2019. The goal is to have a weekly upload. Yeah, a weekly upload so we don't miss like huge chunks of news because they already passed. So. so yeah, we'll be back next week, most likely after Thursday, maybe like Friday or the weekend. Um, that's when Shelby and I are done with finals. So we'll both be back on the next episode and hope you guys have a great week and we'll catch you next time.